Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Hello and welcome to Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. I'm Dusty. And I'm Mike. We're still here in quarantine because of ye olde COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we are still adhering to the stay-at-home orders, which is why Mike's sound quality and my sound quality will sound a little different. It's true because I am recording on an iPhone right now and Dusty is recording on our lovely um, Scarlet recording unit. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. I have the podcast microphones and Mike has other technology that we're making work right now because we're we're making it work. That is the name of the game. We're making it work with what we got. Right. Mm-hmm. It's quarantine chic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So last week, we celebrated National Park Week in a very big way. You can hear all about it on our National Parks Trail Mix. And we also just finished up in Channel Islands. I know. And it makes me sad to like know that we have left Channel Islands. <laughs> all I um, want to do is be in Channel Islands at this I time. I know. I know. Me too. Yes. In yeah. a way that's like available and open like i love channel islands but i wouldn't want to you know or any national park but it's like i don't want to like secretly break the rules to go there that's i'm not interested in that you know what i mean i want to go there when we can all actually be together right i've actually seen a lot of people that you know on instagram that not aren't in national parks necessarily that but people that live out in like arizona and utah that can still get out and their backyard is basically like this beautiful landscape to like tackle and enjoy and i have all of the hiking envy right now. I just want to be able to be out there. And they are like totally out there by themselves or, you know, with someone that they've been socially distancing with. But um, it does make my heart grow fonder for the outdoors. Oh, my heart grow fondeth by the moment. Mm-hmm. So, fondeth. yes, it does. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about today's trail mix. 
Today's trail mix was actually requested by a listener who had listened to our trail mix from season one about hiking gear and all the different kinds of gear that we love. She was curious about like, there's so much stuff. What's the stuff we actually use? So we compiled a list of like, all of the major sort of items that sort of appear when you, you know, browse the hiking section of any given outdoors website and, um, or walk into a store, uh, all of the different things that you would see. Right. That is what this trail mix is about. So welcome to hiking. Love it or leave it. Much like the podcast, Love It or Leave It. Right. Which we're both big fans of and we listen to on trips. Yes, yes. What's the um, what's the HGTV show or the TLC show? Is that Love It or List It, That's right? Love It or List It. <laughs> yes. That's a good one, too. Listen, HGTV or, like, TLC, like, you can fall into oh those traps. Oh, my God, honey. That is just, like, a bottomless pit of, like, you'd wake up on a couch three years and your life will have just... <laughs> Honey, the <laughs> amount of, by. first of all, Trading Spaces was like the show that got me to Trading Spaces is an HGTV, but it might as well be. It's TLC. But right. like that kind of, you know, home makeover show, that is, that is, I live for that. Mm-hmm. I live for that. Why and are I they will. so tantalizing? <laughs> for me, when it comes to uh, Trading Spaces, it's all about Paige Davis. Mm. Because I do love her as a host. Mm-hmm. Her sort of, you know, her joy and her excitement just for right. all things in the budget. I love. Right. I think my favorite is House Hunters. Oh, why is because, that? Because, like, I don't know. It just is so tantalizing <laughs> to like see what people end up choosing. Here is my issue with House Hunters a little bit. She's a part-time office manager, and he is a freelance comic book artist, and their (laughs) budget is $75 million for this home. Right, right. That's my issue with House Hunters. Property Brothers is also good for lots of reasons, including the eye candy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Of course. But we digress. But we in a digress. very big way. It's time to get to hiking gear, love it or leave it. So we have broken it up into categories. So we'll go through each of the categories as we go. So let's start with actual gear. Other than like, you know, backpack and luggage stuff, actual gear. So Mike, you want to start us off? One of the biggest things I think that it took me a long time to find was a really good hiking backpack for day hiking. We mostly day hike. We are not hikers that have camped necessarily or have done longer hikes where we are maybe hiking along a longer trail and and camping. So most of our hiking is day hiking. So finding a, a great backpack that wasn't going to like eat into my shoulders um, after carrying a lot in it or you know wasn't uncomfortable um, and was kind of breathable against the back was like really important Um, I had an old North Face bag for a really long time that I used like on our first few trips but it had seen better days so I eventually upgraded my way into believe it or not a nice Jansport which actually works really really well it's a sporty Jansport Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Jan Sport. She's currently <laughs> on Drag Race this season, though she oh. goes by the name Jan because it's a product. Just like right. Brita Filter is also on Drag Race, but goes only by Brita. A cross-country backpack is something that, like, 
I love it for like packing for an entire trip. But that is not the bag that I would bring out onto a trail. I just no. bring out the Jansport. I also have a Jansport. Regular old backpack Jansport works perfect. Right. You for a, you for a while, though, were working with like a smaller bladder bag. Right. That's right. I had a bladder bag, but I, I decided to move into a larger backpack because I wanted to take more stuff with me. Right. Because I used to be the mule. For most of the trip. Right. <laughs> Up next, hiking poles. Love it. Love it. You have it. to have hiking poles. The Absolutely. nice thing about poles is they fold down. They can go into your bag. Um, you can tie them onto your bag. And if you decide that you don't need them on a day hike, you can just leave them. Or you can just, if there's two of you, you can take one set and each person uses one. We do That's that right. all the time. We do. That's right. It took us a little while to be like, do we want poles? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what's next? A compass. Now, most iPhones have compasses built into them or phones have compasses built into them. So we don't usually carry a physical compass. But right. Um, have you phone... actually ever pulled out a compass on a trail? I have not. No, <laughs> neither have I. So I kind mean, of. I mean, it? I think it's important <clears throat> to maybe have, but we've right. not used it. Right. We haven't in mm-hmm. all of our trails. Yeah. Um, a waterproof bag. Um. Not originally, but now love it. Absolutely love it. I have a waterproof pouch by Yeti yeah. that like I put all of my valuables inside of. Right. And I put all of your valuables inside of too. Because you're like, my mule. Because <laughs> now I'm your mule. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. So like that's like wallet and keys and things that you don't want to get wet, like just seals up inside of this waterproof right. pouch into the backpack. Right. And we've been on some rainy hikes before or We've been on kayaks before as a part of like an expedition, part of hiking, not necessarily in a national park, but a waterproof bag comes in very handy um, for things like that, especially if your bag itself is not waterproof and you want to keep something electronic safe. Yes to waterproof bags. What's next, Dusty? Okay, so now we're moving into sustenance. All right. Water bottles. Um, for me, it depends. So it depends on how long the hike is going to be. Usually my bladder is good enough. Um, there have been a few hikes where we have taken additional water bottles and put them in the water bottle, you know, compartments on the outer edges of our bags. But for the most part, it's a lot of extra weight that I try to avoid. I think we need to talk about water bottles and water bladders at the same time. A water bladder for anyone listening who may not know, is sort of like a pouch that you fill up with water that has like a tube that then can snake out of your backpack and go directly into your mouth so you can drink the water. Now, on long hikes, we will, you know, recycle bottles, like, you know, for example, bottles of Diet Coke that I drank once upon a time, and we had (laughs) the extra bottles. We would fill all those up with water and then put those into the bag. So at the top of the day, yeah, your bag is really heavy, but if you're going all day and walking constantly, then I'm someone who's going to drink all that water. So when it comes to water bottles and water bladder, yes, love it. (laughs) Yes, I am not as big of a camel as you are, or I guess I am a bigger camel because I drink less water on the hikes. You like go through a ton. Absolutely. I, for me, bottle sometimes love it. Bottle sometimes leave it. Protein boost snack. So like a cliff bar or like an energy bar, something like that. Love um, it. Love, love it. it. Love it. You love need it. it. I'm here you for it. it. Yep. All the time. All the time. 
electrolyte boost powder. So this is something that you could add into your water. Yeah, at some I've point. seen this and, you know, I see this everywhere. And no, I've never used it before. We've never used it either. I know, um, no. I leave I think- it. I think if you need like that extra boost, then go for it. But we would leave it. Yeah, I would leave it. I would leave it. Um, Fruit. Yep. Love Love it. it. Love it. Apples are probably your best bet. Bananas can get a little squishy. Just depends on how you pack them. Obviously, you're not leaving the core of an apple or the peel of a banana anywhere. So that brings up some other things to think about. So for for us, it's definitely a love it. But we are very careful about packing that back out. You may leave it. Um, veggies. Uh, we've never brought veggies with us on a trail. No. So, no. Leave it. Leave it. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Love it. Yes. Love it. Love yeah. it. Well, I think you did that for me. I used to be like, no, 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 no. But peanut butter sandwiches have been a saving grace for us many a time. And they're easy. This isn't on our list, but I think it's important to note. In my bag, I usually carry some sort of Ziploc. And I have recently switched to a sustainable Ziploc that can be washed and reused over and over and over again. So Um, that's what we would use then. So that's what we would use then. Great. 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 Okay, let's move on to technology. Cell phone. Love it. Love it. Of course. I don't carry a, you know, we're going to also, the next thing on the list is camera. I just use my cell phone as my camera, like generally speaking, as far as life goes. Now, you have a separate camera other than your phone. Right. I have a digital. um, It's not an SLR, but it's like a digital camera that's got like a camera body with an attachable lens that I can trade out lenses on. And I love it. It's for me. It does become cumbersome at some point because I'll usually hike with it the entire time around my shoulder as opposed to taking it in and out of the bag. So it's just easier to access. I do love it because I can get some better photos than I can on my iPhone um, or some better distance shots. So I would say love the camera. Amazing. A tripod for your camera. Leave it. No, it's just it's more cumbersome. It's more weight. If that's your jam and you're out there photographing the outdoors and that's like part of your, you know, photography career, then I would say love it. But for us, it's a leave it. It's a leave it. What about earphones? Um, we've never used them really no. on the trail at all. I mean, there's no reason to. We usually have each other for entertainment and company, so we just use use, use ourselves. So earphones yeah. are a leave it. Yeah, I feel like earphones for me are sort of like an escape from wherever I am into something else. And if I'm in a national park, like that's the place that I'm escaping into. So I don't feel like I need that. Right. What about a satellite phone? Um, we don't have one, um, but I can imagine if you are someone that is hiking, um, out in the, um, uh, the outer regions of the park, if you're like in the backcountry, it's probably a worthwhile thing to purchase and have. But for us, that's not been an issue. Most national parks don't have like very good cell service in them, but we have encountered a few where we're able to get good cell service. Um, along the way and we usually are on maintained trails so a cell phone is great to have for us we haven't done backcountry hiking if that was the case i think we'd probably invest in a sat phone well we say we haven't done backcountry hiking but we did do the tamichi route in um black canyon of the gunnison i don't think that's considered backcountry but i would consider it sort of in the same realm of risk as backcountry Sure. Okay, what about like a cell phone recharger battery? 
Could that like, also be a solar charger? It could also be a solar charger. And um, for that, I, love it. We take yeah, that with us. We do. Um, that's always good. Is the, the key is, does Mike remember the cord to attach our phones to? Exactly. The solar so charger. The um, <clears throat> Having that, love that cord, certainly. Yeah, love that cord indeed. You got me a solar recharger for a phone as a gift. Mm-hmm. I did. It's just a battery that like charges from the sun. The thing is like you have to put it on the outside of your bag so that right. it's catching the sunlight, obviously. That's what carabiners are for, friends. Right. 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 Okay, great. Let's move on to clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hiking boots. Love, Love it. it. Love it. Absolutely. And, you know, you're going to go through a lot in your lifetime because I've already gone through like three or four pairs. <laughs> I am um, on, I'm about to, for the next adventure in a like real sort of mountainous place would be Glacier and for Glacier, I would be buying new boots. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about hiking shoes? I really liked our hiking shoes when we were in Hawaii, when it was easier for us to have something that wasn't so high up in like the heat. I also think that hiking shoes work well in a park, maybe like Cuyahoga Valley, where it's not super mountainous and you don't need that extra protection for your ankle. So I really liked hiking shoes. I think yeah, they worked well. Love yeah, love it. Love it. Yeah, but I would never bring both. It would be one or the other and I'd make that choice. What about hiking sandals, like water sandals? I like these, love it. I would I would definitely keep these along for like, if you were in a situation where like, say you could get in the water or like trek through water, then I'd like keep a lightweight pair in my bag. Like the narrows perhaps? Like the narrows or like, you know, parts of... um. You know, any if you would have to go across a river for some reason, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, then yeah. And if you wanted to hike the rest of it in other shoes, then like you know you could do that. So, right. So the answer is love it. Yes, water sandals. Beautiful. This brings us to jackets because jackets are an important game here when it comes to hiking. I feel like maybe not so much in the summer, but I tend to work with like a lighter weight waterproof jacket so that I can layer underneath unless we are truly winter hiking. And then that's a game changer. Let's talk about jackets. So for instance, I am so sensitive to cold. It's not even funny. So like We'll get, we'll get out in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, it's freezing. It's absolutely, I don't know how I'm going to get up this mountain. It's so cold, right? And I will put on like a bunch of layers and then I'll regret it about 15 minutes in. So right. like I've learned now, I do love a good hiking vest. I do wear that as a layer. And then maybe I'll have like a long sleeve shirt on and then just one thinner jacket over it, you know? Right. Fleece, leave it. I've never brought a fleece with me. I have no. had fleece-lined, tighter, waterproof jackets, but that's really it. Right. Yeah. I would say that's a pretty good rule of thumb is just to work in layers. Um, so I think don't layer up as heavy as you can, but like have multiple layers that you can peel off. Yes. Um, let's talk about hats. Right. Hats. Um, love it. Yeah. You got to have a hat. I mean, this bald man will tell you right now, like there ain't nothing up top to keep me warm or to block the sun. So I am always in a hat when I am hiking. Also, just for ticks, like any sort of bugs that could fall on you, I'm like here for head protection. And most of the time it is a ball cap. I do find that sometimes if I'm wearing like a winter hat, I do tend to warm up. But 
A lot of times for me, I will carry both in a bag if I know the temperature is going to be kind of swinging back and forth. Love it. Yeah, I keep the same two in my bag at all times. Right. Some sort of winter hat that can also cover my ears and then a baseball cap. What about scarves? Scarves. Okay, so this is interesting. I've brought these with me before, but I end up just leaving them in my bag and I never use them. Hmm. I feel like I've used them once or twice. And the nice thing about a scarf is it could always be tied onto the outside of your bag um, if you don't need have the space on the inside to cram it in. Um, so I'm going to say love it. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah. a scarf. <laughs> I never not love a scarf. But yeah, I find that I am warmer if I just like zip up my jacket all the way around my neck. Mm. Let's talk about a hiking buff. Can you explain what a hiking buff is? A hiking buff is essentially a tube of fabric that goes around your neck. <laughs> it, it is, it, let's call a spade a spade here. It's a tube of fabric that goes around your neck. It's multifunctional, so it's got many uses to it. So you can use it as a scarf for around your neck. You can, as I have been doing since the age of COVID-19, if I'm running, I will run with my buff around my neck. And if I happen to be close to somebody, I can pull that up as like a face mask. You can wear it over your head as like a bandana. It can become a hat. It has all the uses in the world. I think it's one of my favorite things. Absolutely. I love it. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. What about gloves? You know, Um, when it's cold, I will definitely start in gloves when it comes to like hiking wear and you know how thick the fabric is i have some gloves that aren't too thick i find that if i get out onto a hiking trail and i'm layered in a way where like if i get out of the car and i'm like still very much warm Mm -hmm. that's too warm if i get out of the car and i'm like okay I can feel that it's cold, but it's manageable. Then I've done it right. Because when you like start going about 15 minutes in, you're going to heat up and right. And even like I have these gloves that are great because they're like running gloves and I often bring them with me. And then about 15 minutes, then they come off, they go into the bag and that's that. Yeah. But I do think like, uh, you know, if you're ending up like on a very, very cold morning, like some of the times that we were in the Smokies, um, it when it was cold, cold even Shenandoah was freezing. Shenandoah was cold. Yeah. Like the gloves were important. So they're easy to tuck away. Gloves for sure. Love it. Certainly um, love let's it. Let's talk about safety now. What about a medical kit? I always have one of these in my bag. And by medical kit, it's like, it's small, but it's got some band-aids and it's mm-hmm. got Neosporin and gauze, Advil and aspirin yep. and sting spray, I think was in there. And thank yeah. goodness for that. Because when we were in the Smokies, there was like, when we did um, Mount Leconte, there was like a wasp hornet incident where I did get stung. And thank you God did. I had that in my bag yeah it's something you should always carry i feel like even in your car just to have is important so a medical kit for sure and that does include definitely painkiller in some way shape or form for sure that's right what about bear spray we've never used it i think it depends on the park you're in or where you are hiking but i think it is probably a very valid thing to have if you are in an area where there are brown bears if you're dealing with brown bears then you know like you need the bear spray bear spray is only going to help you if a brown bear is very close to you right Right. the other thing about bear spray is that it is serious and you cannot like um fly with it you cannot put it in a bag 
and on an airplane. You mm-hmm. cannot fly with it. So it must be ground shipped. So if you're bringing it with you, you either need to ground ship it to wherever you're staying or buy some when you get there. You know or what I mean? Or if you're on a road trip and you just have it in your car. Yeah, that's fine gonna... too. That's yeah. fine too. Speaking of spray, what about bug spray? Love, Love it. it. Love it. <laughs> Love right. it. Also, that brings up um, the permethrin, which is the tick spray that I have, which is a definite love it. Love it. That is, uh, you spray your clothes, not while you're in them. You can spray all of your clothes, your bag, anything that's fabric-based. It soaks into that clothing, and it is a natural tick, or it's a tick repellent. Um, And it can go through the wash like six times and still be potent enough to repel ticks. And you never spray it on yourself while no. you're wearing it no 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 it's no, that no, no. strong girl yes 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 no <laughs> let's move on to a flashlight or a headlamp i would say this is extremely important if you mm-hmm. are hiking in the dark like if you're right. doing a night hike then yeah you need to bring lighting with you or you're starting very early in the morning or exactly. you know you're going to be coming back after sunset right yeah. then you need to have that with you so for in that case yes love it but yeah. we've only done this we've only done this once we've only mm-hmm. done a night hike in capital reef I did have what I called a headlamp. It was not a headlamp. <laughs> it was a beanie that had a light in it. And it was it, not... I, it did what it needed to. It did what it needed to do. But the phone light from our phones, the light from our phones ended up being the thing mm-hmm. that we needed to yeah. use the most. So bring that cell phone. Yep. Let's go on to personal items. Great. How about your keys? Well, I think the keys, if you have a car, then the keys are you know, super important. Yeah. Um, I think if not, then no, I don't take those with me. No. Like if I leave it, if I, you know, don't need to bring them with me to access the car. When we have a car, which is almost every time when mm-hmm. we're hiking a trail, we'll put the car key into the waterproof pouch. Right. So it's like very well contained. And that goes with our wallets as well <laughs> that goes with our wallets as well which right. we do that we keep on us love right. it in keep case them. we die in case we die and literally that, identify yeah. us that's right <laughs> that's so we the do only reason <laughs> what about uh, a journal um not something i typically bring on the trail it's extra weight so i tend to bring that with me on a trip but i never bring it with me on the trail you you know it's very rare that that's the case that's right um, and I would forgotten. Say, I would say the same with a uh, book to read. Yeah, same like, thing. Great to bring on the trip. Don't usually bring it on a trail. If we nope. camped, I think those would probably stay in the tent. Right. Yeah. Sunscreen. I love. I mean, love it. Yes. Yeah. Sunscreen duh. all the time. Except Unless you're hiking with vampires at night, you need exactly. that sunscreen. Um. What about skincare? I'm gonna say this. I love it. And here's why. Because I live with adult eczema. It is a real thing. And like, I remember being in Cuyahoga Valley, and I was just like being attacked right and left. And so I had really wished that I would have had some stuff to help me then. Now Mm. I bring stuff with me. I have Aquaphor with me all the time. Aquaphor Mm -hmm. is very helpful to me. I hope all those dealing with eczema have discovered something that works for them. But I would say, you know, you're in the outside. And if you're someone like me, who's like, 
Sometimes my skin's like, oh, there's a lot of pollen here. I'm going to get really itchy. Or, oh, sudden, there's no pollen here. It's really dry. I'm going to be really itchy. Like, anything can set my skin off to be really itchy. So um, I have to, I always bring that stuff with me to make sure that I'm good. What about you? I do not need skincare, nor do I need chapstick, and I, nor do I understand the obsession with chapstick. I don't get it. I never have used it. It was never a thing that I used as a child. And so skincare and chapstick, I'm just crusty and chapped all the time. Okay. Well, before you (laughs) shame the rest of us for using chapstick. I just like don't understand the cult of chapstick because people like have formed a cult around it. The issue is this. When you don't drink enough water, then your lips get chapped. And that's most (laughs) of America. So that's why, you know, as long as there are other things available to drink other than water and and Americans or people the world over are generally dehydrated, then chapstick will have a market. I guess so. Sometimes I'll have chapstick with me, but often I'm like pretty hydrated, so I don't need it as much, but I usually keep some with me. Yes, I know. <laughs> so You're like the high priestess in the cult of chapstick. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> Um, sunglasses. Yes, love it. Yeah, love it. Love you gotta it. have them. Yeah. It's, it's misery if you don't, it's I feel like. It's definitely misery if you don't. Yeah. Let's go into some uncharted territory here for a second. Camping gear. So we don't usually carry any camping gear with us because we don't camp as of now, but who knows what the future holds, right? We do have a tent. We are looking forward to camping at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to that, we will probably buy like, you know, like we both have sleeping bags, but we also need to have like some sleeping pads and like there's some other camping gear then that we're probably going to need to invest in. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about just small handheld like stuff that falls under this category that um, one could put in a bag. Right. So a fire starter, something to like light fire on a day hike. No, not really. I don't have that with me. No, no. So leave it. But how hard is it to throw in like, uh, you know, a, a lighter? lighter? Yeah, that's easy. Probably not a bad idea for you future. Know. Yeah. Um, and then what about a hammock? You know, those can really go down into like a ball. Yeah, like the size I have. Of your fist. I have one of those that, you know we could set up at some point that I usually have with me in, I always take it with me on trips. I've never gotten it out, but Mm -hmm. I would, I certainly would. And last but not least, what about toilet paper or napkins? Uh, Love it. And yes. So now we don't really carry a roll of toilet paper with us, but you know, on those McDonald's breakfasts, um, (laughs) those usually come with napkins and I take those napkins and put them like a grandmother into my bag. And so like we have them all the time. Let's talk about toilet paper in national parks, right? Let's do it. We're just, we're going there. If you got to poop in a national park, there's protocol. There's protocol about like, you got to bury it. If you're not pooping in a bathroom. If you're not pooping in a bathroom or a pit toilet, that's what I mean. Like if you're on a trail and you have to poop, then you have to follow the guidelines of you got to dig a cat hole you got to dig a cat hole and like bury it in there yeah i feel like your body makes an adjustment to go like okay there's no pit toilet for five hours i need to just deal with it 
But, you know, we do have napkins just in case. But the thing is, you don't want to leave. You don't want to bury those napkins in the ground. That's not good for the earth. Right? No. You would have to pack those napkins out. So you would have to have a way, you know, to... Ziploc bags, folks. Ziploc (laughs) bags. So you would, you know, be able to put those into a place where you can dispose of them later. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So lastly, to end this trail mix, we decided that we were going to share with you everything that we put into our own personal hiking backpack. So Mike, what do you pack in your bag? I'm going to put some things that I will sometimes have in my bag, but will often be on my person because I feel like this, it can go either way. So I'm going to start with those things. So sunglasses, hat, jacket, depending on weather, gloves, and scarf. And those things are things that can go into the bag if they need to. That also includes camera. Camera is on my body, although I can put that into my bag if it starts to being annoying around my shoulder. I try to pack as light as I can, making sure that I'm packing the most important things. Because, you know, if you're hiking for you know, 10 to 15 miles in a day, that bag is going to start to like wear on you after a while. And plus, you already potentially have three liters of water in your bladder. So that adds some weight. So I've got my bladder, I have sunscreen and bug spray, usually we'll share that. And if I'm not carrying it, then Dusty's carrying that the med kit, I think we both each have one that we usually carry food. So that usually includes trail mix of some sort, beef jerky, um, fruit, and potentially sandwiches. I always carry extra Ziploc bags with me and also like a shopping bag, whether it's from like a a food store or something. So that way, if like we have banana peels or if we have um, apple cores, we can put it in there and then dispose of that correctly later on. Poles are always brought. Um, My waterproof bag, napkins, a pen, and some sort of paper to write on in case we need to. Um, or if I have to jot something down. It might not be my journal, but it may just be like a few bits of paper. And that's kind of it. I keep it pretty pretty simple. What about you? Okay, so in my bag, I'm a little all over the place with my list, but this is <laughs> this was where my brain went, right? Okay, so napkins, protein bars, trail mix, bags and bags of trail mix. Because we just eat it all the time. Water bladder, uh, maybe an extra bottle of water, definitely a plastic bag and hiking poles. The waterproof pouch, inside of it, keys, wallet, also important documents and permits. So like, you know, if we have to have documentation of something, it goes into the waterproof pouch. Mm -hmm. Peanut butter sandwiches, aquaphor, chapstick, cell phone, runner's goose. I usually have these in my bag because... They're these tiny little sweet, like, goos that, like, if you just need a little bit of, like, a mmm, then, like, they're perfect. Yep, just a little tiny kick, right? The medical kit, bug spray, sunscreen, a hat, always a hat, sunglasses, buff. I also put my hiking vest because mm. my hiking vest is something that has zip pockets. It's thin. It wraps up and it can be in the back. And then also... I always bring with me a like tiny little collapsible rain jacket that can like collapse into something and then just like stay in my bag. So I always have that with me too. Usually have one of those too. Yeah, that's what I, I would put under jacket. And same thing like buff I didn't mention, but that's usually on my person, you know? Right. The other thing is uh, this was something that we started doing that is like 
my ride or die tip for anyone who does day hikes, which is when you return to the car, nothing feels better than being able to take off your boots and those socks and put on new socks and sneakers. So have those in the car with you. And like when we do that, I never take those sneakers out on a trail ever. I always wear the boots on the trail. And then those sneakers are like my, like I even like started to make like, like there's like a hoodie that I bring with me that's always like, this is the hoodie that I wear in the car after the hike. Right. You could do that with t-shirts. You could do that with a whole, you know, your entire wardrobe change if you want. Having a tiny little vacation for your body in that way at the end of a long day of hiking is a great idea. Yeah, I agree with you. And you have shown me the beauty of that. And I have latched onto it so much. All right. Let's end this trail mix with a game. Okay, let's end this trail mix with a game. It's time to play. You guessed it. Love it or leave it. So we each have some categories. We're going to toss it to the other. And um, they're just going to say love it or leave it. All right, here we go. Mike, fast food joints for road trips. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. Wendy's. Leave it. Burger King. Leave it. McDonald's. Love it. Dairy Queen. Leave it. Sonic. Love it. (laughs) All right. All right, Dusty. Um, Post-trail junk food. Ready? I'm ready. Um, Candy bars. Love it. Chips. Love it. (laughs) Diet sodas. Leave it. Cookies. Love it. Love it. Bread. (laughs) Love it. Loaves and loaves of it. (laughs) Divas to listen to in the car. Are you ready? Ready. Yep. Tina Turner. Love it. Beyonce. Leave it. We just <laughs> we just lost all of our gay fans. Thanks for that one. Okay, here we go. Brittany. Love it. Robin. Love it. Okay, we just got him back. All right. And Christina Aguilera. Eh, leave it. Yeah, I feel yeah. the same way. All right. All right. Footwear for travel, Dusty. Um, flip-flops. Leave it. Leave. <laughs> leave it. <laughs> Sneakers. Love it. Dress shoes. Leave it. Yeah, we've never really worn dress shoes ever. Um, Hiking boots. Love it, yeah. Toe shoes. Toe shoes? (laughs) Like dancer toe shoes? No, like the shoes that are like you, all your toes are exposed. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, you mean like a Vibram five finger shoe? Yeah. Oh, I got it. I was like, why am I wearing toe shoes? Why am I wearing toe shoes on the trails? Um, leave it. I know yeah. a lot of people love it. I but for me it's a leave it. I've had them before and they were fine. They were fine. I occasionally bring like some really like thin, like, you know, slip on loafer yeah, type solves. shoes. Yeah. For, um, you know, if we decide we want to go out for some for reason. For loafing around. For loafing around. Great. Okay, finally, the last category I have for you, Mike, is components of trail mix. Great. Ready? Dried mm-hmm. fruit. Love it. Raisins. Love it. Chocolate chips. Love it. <laughs> Cashews. Love it. Sunflower seeds. <laughs> 
Of course, it's a love it. It's Pe- a love it across the board. Peanuts. Oh, there's more than five. Love it. Almonds. Love it. And that's it. <laughs> you love them all. Unless you said anchovies, there was never going to be a leave it. <laughs> oh, okay, great. This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often. And that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from our episodes, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeatthenationalparks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the national parks spoken about on this show, visit our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. I'm sorry, what is that sound? Rain. Oh, is it rain? Yeah. Okay. How loud is it? It's on my windowsill. Oh, there's nothing you can do about it, right? No. Oh, well. Okay, we're going to keep going. (laughs)